0: If mindful pooping is a thing, I'm quitting. Is it a thing? Is it white people doing it? I bet it is. The
1: six stages of toilet meditation.
0: Oh my god! We need help. Hello, Caitlin. Hi, Kate. How are you? Good. How you doing, friend? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks to everybody for listening to the show last week. I've gotten some very positive feedback mm-hmm. on the fact that we, you know, dedicated some of our time to talking about the horrible things that are happening. literally in the, world the right least now. we can do. Yeah, literally the least. Um, and on that note, Brianna Taylor's murderers are still walking free so with free. jobs. What the um, if you if you haven't been in the racial justice game for a long time, it is common, sadly common, for um, black women, black trans women specifically, but black women in general, um, for their crimes and their disappearances and their, their murders, um, or crimes against them, I should say, to be overlooked or ignored or sort of shoved to the side. Um, so please keep making noise for Breonna Taylor and for, that, um, for those cops to face some justice um, if you go over to change.org, there's a Justice for Breonna Taylor petition. You'll know it's the right one. It has like five million signatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so please sign that. Um, there's also a bunch of people that you can call in Louisville, Kentucky, like the county attorney um, and some other some other folks. And I can put that up on our Twitter if you guys feel inclined to do that. But please at least sign the petition um, and just keep making noise. Hashtag Breonna Taylor. It's B-R-E-O-N-N-A. T-A-Y-L-O-R um, because this is if you go and look up what happened to her I mean it's whew, it's unbelievable. Um, sadly believable but really really sad so keep making noise for her. Thank you to everybody who is in the good fight and we're gonna keep you know we're gonna keep talking about it until until things change so please please, uh, join us in our mm-hmm. quest to get Something to get something going. To make changes, have yeah, something dude. happen for yeah. real. Back to our show. We just did this past, this past week. We did a little surprise live stream mm-hmm. on our no- normal Instagram channel, um, and you can watch it on our IGTV tab right now. Caitlin and I got our first sponsor! Yay! Woohoo! Ah, huh, two years two and yeah. a half years two and, and a half making? years um we made it ma we made it mama that's probably almost well october will be three october years, be right? three. is that yeah. crazy it's so like two and a half years over that yeah. um yeah thanks to our sponsors you'll hear a, a little more about them in just a few minutes and um yeah that was really really exciting and good to see good to see you caitlin yeah. On a nor- on a normal random day. That it we was so ex- I was so excited to see you. Yay. And
1: I feel like cause we did the live watch, I feel like I've seen you every
0: week. I know, I know. Um, speaking of live streams, we have a Patreon live stream coming up. Mm-hmm. I just looked at our Patreon. We have over forty subscribers on that, wow. which is really exciting. That's to incredible. Me. Um, so our next Patreon live stream, Mark It in your calendars, will be Sunday, June twenty eighth at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. And we are going to be doing something really cool, Caitlin. Yeah, we are really looking forward to it, for sure. We won't tell you what it is, (laughs) but we're very excited about that. So Sunday, June 28th, at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Eastern. Time, Mm -hmm. on our Patreon-only Instagram channel. You can get in if you pay 2 bucks a month.
1: Yeah, sliding scale, friends. Pay whatever you're comfortable with.
0: That's right. Very soon, I'm going to put up a poll for what we should do a live watch of next. I think at our last live watch of Slap Bet, which was awesome, people suggested four different episodes, uh, so we are going to narrow it down and figure out what we're going to watch next as a as an HB family.
1: Yeah.
0: I can't um, even remember. What were they? Hard to say. I wrote them down somewhere. Yeah, so. they're somewhere. I think I did I definitely did yeah I totally did <laughs> or I'll make up for no I, yeah. I'm sure that they're somewhere So for our show we can do that that's right stay tuned at the end of this episode for 11 legendary moments from listeners like you and now let's talk about benefits this episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon almighty five level members Russell Tish Johnny Zet, and Ben thank you to all of our patrons for their support of this show Our Patreon works on a sliding scale, you give what you can each month, and you'll receive all the perks we offer, like private live streams with us, and monthly book recommendations. Join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod. So anyway, I guess we should get into... What is happening over there? Oh, I'm not on mute. You're I'm not sorry. on mute and you're just smacking away. <laughs> what is that?
1: I'm sorry. I cannot get over these cookies from Rachel's Cookies and Treats. Like, I. Oh! So, they are so delicious. They yeah. are um, our sponsor, and they very right. generously sent us a box to try. And one of the things I love about these cookies is that they freeze really well. Yes. So when I got them, I immediately froze them.
0: I'm down to one peanut butter cookie, my friends. I can corroborate Caitlin's statement. The cookies are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal favorites are as lemon cookies. Those Ugh. were gone the first day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, but I've loved all of them. The molasses cookies, also fire. Mm. So good. The brownies and were so good as well.
1: I did share one of the brownies with Jack and Chris because That's they nice. love them so much. But they both said it was like the perfect brownie for them and we did freeze it oh nice because um the owners of rachel's cookies and treats said that they like it frozen best and it just had this like it wasn't overly sweet Mm. and and it was like a really good rich
0: chocolate flavor but not too much they're the kind of cookies you want to eat actively Mm -hmm. because there's no preservatives there's nothing weird in there or any fillers all real ingredients real ingredients small batches so it tastes like you made them yourself
1: If you follow them on Instagram, Rachel's Cookies and Treats, you can watch videos of them making Mm. the cookies. So we got to watch them slice the biscotti and make the Nono's Cookies. And you can see everything is made in a small batch and they are scooped and weighed out by
0: hand. By hand. Thank you so much, Rachel's Cookies and Treats, for sponsoring this show. Mm -hmm. If you haven't caught on yet, guys, this is an ad. And we told you that we were going to give you a super special discount code for our U.S. resident uh, listeners, because Rachel's Cookies and Treats right now will ship anywhere in the continental United States,
1: which is huge for such a yes. small local family-owned and operated business. Mm-hmm. You know that's big that they're willing to ship out so far.
0: So hit us with that code, Caitlin. It is H
1: B Fam. So that's the letters H, letter B, F. AM all caps and that will get you 25% off of your order. That is a huge and significant savings. HB fam.
0: Rachel'scookiesandtreats.com spelled just the way it sounds. Use the promo code HB fam and you'll get 25% off your order and because they are so
1: legendary they're going to let you use that code more than one more time More than one More than one time mm-hmm. Order cookies for all of your friends. I want you guys to buy some of those cookies and snack along with me. Yeah. As we, you know, record these episodes, so as you listen, I want you guys to be letting me know what your favorite cookie is yes. as you snack along. With yes. Me. And I'm yep. sorry. I will be better about muting next time,
0: okay? <laughs> Never mute when it's a Rachel's cookie or treat. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is season four, episode 12, Benefits. It first aired January 12, 2009. Happy New Year. You know what is really cool about that date? What? It was the first date I went
1: on crit with Chris. January 12, 2009. Oh, like oh my God. Like that literal date. A momentous it was a Monday day night. In we really went real. out.
0: Mm-hmm. And you missed the new episode of How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. But that's But okay. we didn't miss out on any benefits. <laughs> hey! Slutty! <it's Lonnie. laughs> I love it. So, yeah, we're in a new year. It's 2009 in Hymn mm-hmm. Land. Um, this, is the, this is the first episode of 2009. And our writer is Courtney Kane. Ooh. Lady Rider! Lady Rider! So exciting. And our director, of course, the fantastic and fabulous, illustrious Pamela Fryman.
1: So I know we've talked about Courtney Kang a few times. Yep. And so we haven't seen her since season three with Sand Castles in the Sand, but we'll get her oh. one more time this season with Mobius Designs. And I Great. realize she has a lot of Robin storylines in her episodes. Yeah. You know, and so one thing about the Himyam wiki fan page, that's where I get like some of the, the stuff to go off and dig a little deeper um they have a link for courtney kang usually it's the imdb but it was her twitter so i clicked mm-hmm. on it and her tagline was strong female character who's good at her job fresh off the boat in Him-Yam. and i'm like that's robin like of course yep strong female character who's good at her job absolutely so for me it made sense that she would write a lot of storylines for robin because she wrote slap Mm-hmm. right she's yeah she's a whole her, bunch if you go and look her wedding It's a lot of Robin-centered episodes. I freaking love it so
0: much. So here we are, winter 2009, and we're reminded that Ted and Robin are roommates. They moved in together at the very tail end of an episode earlier in season four, after both of their lives imploded. So now we're going to hear about how that's been going. Um, And it hasn't been going well. They're both getting on each other's nerves for a lot of different reasons um arguing over the chores there's a lot of different ones the dishes the trash toilet paper uh but the biggest one is milk and that's the one that comes back around back around back around Mm -hmm. all episode um and we'll also come back later in the series Hmm. so uh put a pin in milk you milk milk it was an episode that's right season one with lily so there's always a dairy Milk is uh, dairy. (laughs) Ah, Whoa! Uh, Yeah, milk is like a real turning point in *How I Met Your Mother*. Has anyone mentioned that? Probably. I don't think so. (laughs) So, um, yeah, they're just at each other's throats basically because, like most roommates, some people different things bother them, right? So. Mm Robin's frustrated that Ted never washes the dish, but Ted's frustrated that she keeps, you know, putting a, an empty thing of milk back in the fridge. So, they're both Which wondering... Which, fair. Yeah, fair. That's horrible. That's fucking horrible. Um, They're both wondering, like, why is this different this time? We lived together and everything was fine. Like, basically lived together when we were dating. And it's because when you're having sex, you have a huge blind spot for the person's Annoyances—it's that glass shattering thing that we saw in Spoiler Alert. Um, yeah, so they they figure it out that it's the yeah. sex that was keeping them from from realizing how annoying uh, they both were, and so they remember a lesson from Barney about <laughs> sex solving all international disputes. And so we flash back to Barney giving this lesson, and we get. A little more information about Barney's uh, relationship with Madeline Albright, se- former Secretary of State of the United States. I
1: love, like, the, like, the subtle name drops
0: with her. Yeah, I know. She's come up. She was in the bracket, right, when he did, like, Through the mm-hmm. Faces. So yep. things have happened. Um, and season four is where it really solidifies, like, oh, shit. he He's really implying that shit happened with Madeline Albright. So um, he has some great little... Politically topical things. You know, Gaza <laughs> strippers and apart thighs instead of apartheid. Just stupid. I it's, thought apart thighs was pretty clever, It's though. cute. It's I cute. mean, it's... It's Barney. It's, it's Barney. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so they, like, joke about it. Like, back in the apartment, they're like, eh, we're not gonna actually start having sex. Lol. But then smash cut, and they're in bed. And we get uh, this recurring thing where they agree not to tell anybody deal 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 the third deal being marshall who is in the apartment Um, what's up with his hair it's so bad yeah i didn't notice it's like brushed forward oh yeah it's like shorter and kind of yeah it's just not a good look um so yeah everyone's surprised to see marshall there because marshall doesn't live there anymore right and um he's surprised, because it seems like they're back together, or mm-hmm. for to Marshall, it would seem that way, right? Yeah. Because you only have sex
1: with people you love. You
0: only have sex with people you love and then marry, which is a recipe, Sad. usually, for disaster. Yeah. So, uh, Ted explains what's going on, and Marshall is livid. He's just like, he can't believe that this is the stupidest, the stupid idea that they came up with, and I love when he says... I just looked in the future, and this works out really great for everyone. <laughs> it's like earlier this season when he was like, enjoy her, Ted. She's in a really good place. Yeah. I'll... He's got some good sarcastic lines this season. Because I,
1: I love when he's sarcastic because you don't always expect him to be because he's so good-natured in Midwestern and mm-hmm. just
0: sweet. But that's so true. That's, like, such a great line. Like, mm, yeah, this is, a, this is great for everybody. I just asked future me how that goes. So they want to know why he's there. Like, why this is even... <laughs> why this has even happened and it turns out he still has a key and he uses that key to leave work in the middle of the day and read a magazine which means take a shit because he is poo shy at work maybe he's got a poop witch (laughs) what the fuck is a poop witch Oh, no. I don't think I want to
1: know. I said, no, I sent you the article. It's a long time ago. It's, like, why women are afraid to poop. Like, they think that there's going to be a poop witch who, like, or they're uh-huh. going to be, the,
0: they're, like, accused, like, Like, shame. Pooped. You pooped. <laughs> when you're in the bathroom. It was yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's poop chicken, but we can talk about that later when he's, oh, <laughs> when he's in the bathroom. Oh, yes. Oh, poop, poop chicken. chicken. Oh. Poop chicken. There's a, that's a project that Caitlin and I have on the back burner. Um, but you know what that made me think of when you said poop witch, was was the was the poop smith from Homestar Runner, <laughs> the guy that just shoveled poop. That was his whole day. Poop Smith. Mm hmm.
1: I loved Strong Bad. I loved. Oh my god, the um Angry Girl Squad.
0: Yeah, the Angry yes. Girl Squad was the freaking best. The best. The best. Loved them. Love them so much. Anyway, um, so. Ted understands Robin does not. It's much like when, you know, Marshall was crying over Lily. Robin also wanted to kick him out then. Mm-hmm. And we get this cute bit of Marshall with this little magazine, basically showing how horrible it is at work. The celebrities on the on the cover of the magazine, they're all reality stars, judging him.
1: So, on the cover the, of this first them one, weekly. Them Weekly, yep, yep. It was Heidi and Spencer... So, yeah. it's they seem so um, dated and like yeah. not relevant. But in two thousand nine, USA Today said they were the third most popular con- couple in the country, coming behind. Ready? Yeah. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Uh huh. And the
0: Obamas. I was gonna say the Obamas gotta be up there. Like yeah, I yeah. That's, they I think that they third? I don't. That is something that we have to explain to people that it, we're not watching that was the, tv at that time because they started out on um the hills the hills i called it the oc and then i when i looked at it up, i was, was like oops
1: because
0: i didn't i didn't really watch that show but they were on the hills but then like they had their own mm-hmm. shit like they went on reality shows together like, they lost all their money lost all their money And like Spencer got very into crystals he it looks was, like harry and the henderson's guy yeah doesn't he well, Cause he has a flesh colored beard, and then his like
1: lips and teeth are so yeah. like it's just, and his eyes look so sunken in. He yeah, he, he looks look like, like Harry, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons.
0: Um, yeah. So that was like, that says a lot about us. If that was like the third most popular couple, a right? famous couple, they were just they were just insane. They were just fucking insane. So wait, there was the Hills, but then there was like a spinoff. No, they started on Laguna Beach. Oh, that's the show. The Hills came after that. This was all on MTV, guys. Um, and then yeah, so the, and then they they got into like the celebrity rehab kind of lane of shows, you know. Um, so yeah, that's there's actually also, um, but, yeah, that those covers were very. Um, Very much a time capsule of what was going on in 2009. So, like Kim Kardashian, completely different face. Completely different face 10 years ago. Marshall's got a lot of anxiety about pooping at work because he thinks everybody knows what he's about to do because he's walking around with a magazine. (laughs) Now today, we would just have a cell phone and nobody would know. I know, it's like, oh man. Back then, I guess that wasn't a thing. But I do agree with Ted that it's just time you don't get back. If you're just in there doing it with nothing, nothing in your hands. True. I don't know. Maybe some people are like mindful poopers, but it's not <laughs> that my That does ministry. not sound like
1: how I want to spend my time. Right?
0: I just like, it feels like a Gwyneth Paltrow thing. Like <laughs> mindful pooping. Don't distract yourself from I'm going to Google it. Oh my mindful. God.
1: Let's see.
0: If mindful pooping is a thing, I'm quitting. Is it a thing? Is it white people doing it? I bet it is.
1: The 6 stages of toilet meditation.
0: Oh my god. We need help. Wow, it's called
1: mindful elimination?
0: Of course it is.
1: <laughs> the shit,
0: the shit that we find out. Well, on this show. of course it's a white lady. Of course it is. I'm mm-hmm. sure that it will be the next the next issue of Goop. We'll have mindful elimination. Just focus on the sounds. Focus on the smells. Robin wants the key back, but Marshall says, that key, madam, binds my silence, which I love. But of course, he can't fucking stay
1: silent. Of course not. Of course not. Who is he married to? The blurter. Lily immediately confronts Ted and Robin, and you see Robin just kind of, like, open up her hand, and Marshall just hands over (laughs) the key. Poor guy. And you see just how uncomfortable Barney is. And he's like, that's awful-some. And he tries to do... Awesome. 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 Tap that. And he's just, like, in pain. And it actually, like, hurts to watch him a little bit. He does some
0: great work this episode.
1: He really does. Yeah. You know, Ted has a point that it should really be between him and Robin. And I would agree, but, like, they are all so enmeshed together. Like, this is not... It's thing. just not going to work out. Even, yeah. even though they have ground rules, it's just not going to be okay. Um, you know, they talk about how there's not going to be any feelings or romance. It's just physical. Um, but Lily points out someone's going to get
0: hurt. <clears throat> yeah, and I said that they make up these ground rules as if that works. It's like an illusion yeah. of control. Like, yeah. Not not really going to happen. We've all been there, and it just, you know. Yep. It doesn't always um, work out.
1: And, but they point out very painfully that the credit actually belongs to barney for this and it's like you see him almost like malfunction like a robot he's like excellent 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 yeah Yeah. like he's just like you if he were if he was a a robot there would be like steam and like springs popping Mm -hmm. out (laughs) yeah and he's like next one's on me but he just screams he's so sad and You know, Lily goes up to see him at the bar, and again, like, confronts him, and he's crying. Openly weeping. Openly weeping at the bar, and, (laughs) you know, his way of dealing with it is going, you know, into the back alley and smashing a TV. Lily suggests that he go to therapy, which would definitely be helpful, but he's not going to do that. Come on. Come on. So, they go back over to the table with the round of drinks, and Barney is just delighted to find that Ted and Robin are still talking about hooking up, which really (laughs) should be a private thing. And we see them do the little salute, Mm -hmm. which is something that they did while they were in a relationship together. Uh Uh-huh. So, already, like,
0: they're kind of falling into
1: old patterns without even realizing it. And, you know, like Robin says, it would be private. But Marshall can't shit at work, so... And they talk about this one time in law school where Marshall actually (laughs) paid money and checked into a hotel because of a burrito. And I just feel so bad for him because this is all so extreme. Like, such extreme behavior. I know! And I just... Poor Marshmallow. And Marshall says, you know, nobody likes to read a magazine at work, and if they do, they're lying. But Barney... Except that he loves to read a magazine at work, and that you shouldn't feel ashamed about it. But we find out misinterprets that for masturbating.
0: Yeah, classic Barney. Um, I love Marshall's high horse joke. He's oh. so proud of it. <gasps> that giant like
1: sugar the, cube. Go you know, for the high horse, you're on. Yeah. Oh.
0: So good. Well, um, I want to use that. That's a good one. I mean, yeah. and he he knows he nailed it too. He yeah, uh, looks so proud. So good. He gets that fucking high five. And so when Lily is talking about, you know, someone's going to get hurt, and then we see Ted and Robin saying, no feelings, no romance. Like, it all seems to be setting us up for Ted being the Mm -hmm. one who gets hurt by this. I mean, like, we know that Barney's doing his stuff, but we're, we're still not sure that he will be the biggest casualty of this. So I just love how they give us that red herring you know we're like oh he's gonna ted this up he's gonna fucking ted it up like even when they kiss we assume that ted's gonna be the one that um that blows this um about the tv smashing we'll see more of them but this first one i always remember being like that one wasn't very satisfying and i realized it's because there's no glass like the first one is just like it almost bounces like the first TV that he quote unquote mm. smashes, there is no glass, no parts go anywhere. It's just I like never a very. It doesn't seem like it's a real TV, but then they get progressively more satisfying, which I was happy about. I was like, if they're all like that, mm. I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, they do get satisfying, more and more <gasps> satisfying. So good. Made me want
1: to smash something, actually. Right?
0: Yeah. Um, so then we get this montage of all the times. <laughs> They have, that Ted and Robin have had a fight and had sex, and then Ted bragging to Barney about it. And, um, Ted's, like, really kind of gross and insufferable in this whole thing. He's, I, I say later in my notes, it seems like he and Robin feel like they've invented something new. Yeah. Friends with benefits, like, the way that they're so proud of themselves for handling this like they um, like
1: they've solved the age old problem like this is working out perfectly they're getting all the things all their needs are met
0: it's the platinum rule it's the platinum fucking rule and even worse because your exes like even worse because your exes listen to listen to barney and not his not his bad ideas so um yeah so barney ted brags barney dies Smashes all the TVs in the alley. The second one's good. The third one's really good. Um, and then the last time, he goes out into the alley and the trash has come. So there are no TVs. I don't know why there were like eight giant TVs in this alley. Um, but so, he has to go to an electronics <laughs> store. And just the, the cut between the alley and like this very brightly lit store... I fucking love this little scene it so is much. It is so good and he's just letting the guy tell him all about like the different the levels CRT. of contrast. I love when he's like so, so but tr- want a really crisp contrast ratio. And he like he and I love it because the the
1: salesman is speaking another language as far as I'm concerned. I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. True blacks. And, and then Barney's like oh so if I were on a really crisp contrast. I'm like what? I didn't even know the, what those things were, and they're they're having this conversation, and you feel like Barney's really invested in buying this TV, and then it's just another play.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. then he buys the he buys the so cool. the TV with the truest blacks to smash in the fucking alley. Um, it's so good. And this is when Lily starts really hammering, like you need to find a way to mm-hmm. talk about your feelings. I mean, she doesn't know what he's doing in the alley but whatever it is clearly isn't enough to make him um, to make him feel better. Right. So yeah. Hmm. Poor poor little barnacle. Poor barnacle. My heart and just his, like and his fifis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> his fifis. So meanwhile, we have Marshall who is still struggling at work with reading a magazine and we get another magazine cover with Kendra Wilkinson. Yeah. And you may or may not remember her. She is most famous for probably being on... I knew her through being Hugh Hefner's girlfriend and the show's Girl Next Door. Um, yeah, but she, was was,
0: a, she was a Playboy bunny, but one of yeah. the two or three that like lived full-time at the mansion and was dating a 90-year-old. So gross. It's so gross. Sorry, um, Kendra. Yeah, I
1: mean, whatever, like... I, do you, girl? Do you? Um, but she's like. been on, like, a bunch of reality shows and whatever. <clears throat> but he overhears a conversation about how the 8th floor is now a ghost town because mm-hmm. they fired everyone. And Marshall gets this bright idea to, like, head down there and check out the bathroom situation. And this year, I found out at one of my schools, there's like this magical third floor bathroom in a single stall with a lock, and I didn't know about it. it. The pulu, the pulu is what you guys called it. No, I I, I just called
0: it. That. I love it. The pulu. That's from I was from
1: a RuPaul. It was, a Michelle Visage used it when she was oh. on her brother across the pond. That's what they called it. There was a pulu. The pulu. Um.
0: When you, you hear this that. music in the
1: background, it's sort of like Willy Wonka. Yes. It's like full of like wonder. Mm-hmm. And Marshall just walks really slow. And there it is, the door <sighs> with a little man on it. Like Robin yep. was talking about. Yep. And oh, we man. cut to the apartment, and Ted and Robin are talking about how fun last night was. And um, you know, Robin forgot to throw out the pizza box. And as Ted walks away, he leans over and gives Robin a kiss goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh.
0: Uh oh. Uh oh. Right. Um. Oh, I just wanted to say, like, I feel like everyone has a poop bathroom at work. Hmm. I would always, I mean, I would just go downstairs to the other row of stalls because no one like knew me down there. Yeah. Um. And Caitlin and I have an idea for something called Poop Chicken. But <laughs> you guys are gonna have to wait. That's all I'm gonna say because I still really want to make it. Yeah, me too. It will too. be a short film. And it's going to win awards. That's all you guys need to know. So many. Just look for poop chicken. Obviously, we'll tell you when we do it. At the bar,
1: Ted is telling Barney and Marshall about how Robin, you know, I love this little exchange. Robin, you know, let the pizza box out. So, you know, we had sex three times, like, naturally. And Marshall's like, sure. Like, of course. Yeah, I won. And then he realizes, he says, you know, but before... I went to work, we kissed, and he goes, it didn't mean anything, it was just some weird leftover reflex, yeah. and it's weird because, like, typically I wouldn't believe Ted, but, like, I believe him here. Yeah. Like, it really yeah. didn't mean anything. Right. And he's like, oh, but now I probably blew it. Yeah, you know what, Ted, because it's just not a good idea.
0: It's not a good idea, dude.
1: Um. Yeah. So, Marshall points out maybe Robin didn't think it was weird, but we cut to Lily and Robin, who are also discussing it, and... Robin spells out that it was W-I-E-R-D. And I love how she, Lily corrects Robin and Robin calls her... <laughs> Come on, Lily, no one likes a Ted.
0: No one likes a Ted.
1: And we haven't heard that in a while, you know, like you Ted it out or anything yep. like that. So it was like yep. just a fun little callback. Yep. Um. So, you know, they're having these separate conversations but arrive at the same conclusion. They have to end it. It was fun, but it's getting weird. Yep. Um. Until... Ted walks over to the fridge. It's all like these quick cuts, quick succession. Mm-hmm. He opens up the fridge and he pulls out this empty carton. And he's like, Robin! And then we see them in bed again. So, because we already know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, this yeah. has happened before. We don't need to waste time. And just like in the beginning, they make an agreement not to tell anybody and they say, Deal, deal. And then we get that third deal again from Marshall. Right. And so, like, this is just proof. Like, oh, I Robin... forgot, like, Barney points out the TV, right? And he just, like, like there's, like, another smash in there, yeah. too.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's all, like, quick. Right. And so, you know, back to our love, our triangle of love, we know that Ted and Robin have chemistry. Like, that was never what was lacking in their relationship. So they've got chemistry and timing. They're just gonna, they're gonna keep doing this. This is just, sadly... Something they're going to keep falling back into if they just keep living together.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's dangerous. So, (laughs) this is so good. I love this so much. Nightmare. um, (laughs) We see them make a deal again and then there's there's Marshall and then we find out that Marshall's back. I'm not sure how he got back into the apartment, but he can't poop at work anymore again because it all went south. So we get this flashback (laughs) to him feeling really confident. If you notice he's doing all of these things that make you wanna poop. He's eating fruit. He's yep. drinking coffee. I think the there poor, was a burrito. The burrito supreme returns. And he's for- like
1: so confident.
0: Like he said oh, he's like smiling, laughing with friends. It's like a yep. it's like a an IBS app. He goes down to the 8th floor to his Pulu. and <laughs> as he's sitting there <laughs> He's like, wow, celebrities pick up their dry cleaning? I pick up my dry cleaning. It's because there's, like, if you're not familiar with these, like, total celebrity rags, there's always a section that's like, celebrities are just like us, and you catch them, like, taking out their garbage or, like, hitting their kids, you know? Like, they're just like us. So, (laughs) this one. Hitting their kids. You like that? So, um, a sledgehammer smashes through the bathroom wall. And I just think it's so funny that the first thing he says is, don't come in! (laughs) Like he forgot to lock the bathroom door.
1: So yeah, we cut to Robin, I was gonna say Robin, Ted, and Marshall, but it's Robin and Ted's apartment. And um, Barney is pulling a Mr. Clean and Belvedere, and being a good bro, (laughs) and he's cleaned the apartment, he bought 10,000 stamps, He fully, and I mean fully, stocks the fridge with milk and buys a dishwasher. So every reason that Ted and Robin have had to fight and then sleep with each other, Barney's taking care of it. So now there shouldn't be any issues. They shouldn't be sleeping together. And Ted starts to kind of like piece it together that it's kind of bothering Barney that they're hooking up. And so Ted asks the big question are you in love with Robin? Which for me just sounds so like high school middle school like I wouldn't say like are you in love with her like do you have feelings for her like something like that. But Ted always Yeah. You know, it just felt like a lot, but whatever. And yeah. Barney it doesn't say anything and Ted knows that's why. And um and he's like, "Come on, you, dude, just like tell me." And Barney starts again to malfunction. No, 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 I don't. Yeah. I don't have Have fun with her. I'm going to go sleep with, have sex with other girls. And he just leaves. And we get this cut to Barney. And he's just kind of like staring off into the middle distance in in this nice leather chair. And there's a fern. And he's recapping the story. (laughs) He's like, why did I do that? I basically gave my best friend permission to have sex with the girl of my dreams. And, And he's like, and now I'm smoking. And the camera's like slowly pulling back. And we realize that Barney is not at therapy. But it is actually (laughs) Feelings Tuesday in Lily's kindergarten class. Yep. Yep. And Lily's just, like, glaring and seething. Get out. And, you know. Oh, also she points out that, like, her students have, like, real things to talk about. Like, Ben's parents are getting divorced. That was one of the little (laughs) shitheads that was, like, fighting. Maybe that's why he's being aggressive, Lily, because he has feelings he doesn't know how to deal with. And you should be helping him figure that shit out.
0: Give him the fucking feely the share bear and put that motherfucker in the share chair. God damn. Classroom management.
1: She just sucks as a teacher. I just she don't really see her does. doing this for the long run.
0: No, me neither. <laughs> um, so then we see Barney at work with the bear. <laughs> Poor Barney's having a really tough day. I
1: know.
0: Uh, but Marshall doesn't care about that because he is there to <laughs> share his triumph. That he finally decided to stop being a baby and just shit at work with confidence. I love how
1: he goes, I read a
0: magazine. He's like, read a magazine. (laughs) It's so good. He
1: was so, it's like it's the first time he ever pooped on the potty and he's a little boy. Like, he's so proud.
0: Right? Right? So you see him walking past all the people that he thought were judging him before and now he just sees them in a completely different light. Truly, probably none of them ever cared, right? That's the thing you learn as you get older. No one is thinking about you as much as you think Actually, they are. Actually,
1: so it's funny, though, because, like, there's this bathroom that's in this hallway that's... People pass it often, but it's a single stall yeah. with a lock, and, like, we have very few adult bathrooms. So people move in there. You gotta go. You gotta fucking go.
0: You gotta go. And
1: this one teacher I work with, she always will say something. Who took like, a nasty wow, it's, shit in there? Oh, it smells like.
0: She's the poop witch! I love when Mar- when Bilson just says, hey, go the distance. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so, so motivational. And we get Kim Kardashian, who I and mean. And she
1: might cut bangs. I,
0: Will she or won't she? The well, drama continues. For real. Um, wow, so much has changed in the Kardashian sphere since 2009. I, I know feel like she was kind of. Me neither. Like, I'm you so happy. was how many happy. kids they
1: have. There was like four of them. There's I thought a there was just the kids. one north.
0: Oh no. There's like Saint and Chicago and. The fuck? I think Psalm is the fourth one. Um, I guess I know a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, things have really changed for Kim Kardashian. I think she was kind of like a joke. In 2009, right? But now she's yeah, like... Yeah, because
1: Marshall says, super hot lady who my wife keeps yeah. telling me why you're famous, but I keep forgetting. She's right. She was famous for a sex tape, Marshall. How are you going to forget that? She was famous
0: for a sex tape with Brandy's brother, Ray J. So... I, oh my God, that's right. Brandy's... <laughs> like, that's just sad. What a time capsule, huh? 2009, Ray J. Um, so yeah, so Marshall says, you just got to go for it. And that sort of inspires Barney to finally go and te- tell Ted that Ted was right and that he has feelings for Robin because he just wants this over with. Um, And, you know, I think maybe at the beginning of the season, we all thought Barney would just be able to just deal with this, but he does have feelings. He is a human person. So Mm -hmm. it has all come to a head. He runs over to confess to Ted, but instead he runs into Robin. So as he's about to say, I'm in love with Robin, Robin, she comes around the corner and he has to correct uh, tacos, so that's the which first she like, even like that's like the first heart in your throat moment mm-hmm. of this scene, right? Um, and we see that she's taking out the trash, which she we know famously she does not enjoy doing. And we find out that um, they've decided to break it off. Ted decided to break it off after talking to Barney, and that he said someone's going to get hurt. So Ted knows. Ted knows mm-hmm. what the fuck is up, so there's really no going back to to normal at this point. Um, Robin thinks it's Ted who's gonna get hurt like we we have sort of most of the episode, you know, because he just can't really control himself. so she's mm-hmm. assuming that that's what's going on, and Ted let her think that, which is a good friend of I him, know. right um, and you know, so she starts talking about you know, you know how Ted is. he's all like, and then Barney. Risks everything. He risks everything in this moment and says, "I love you." Just cuts her off. But it's at a point where it just seems like he's talking like Ted, at least for Robin.
1: Because yeah, he says he can't separate the physical and the emotional. He's all, and he goes, "I love you." And she's Ugh. like, "Yeah." And then, what does she say to him? You just, you just,
0: you just see his face. Because he's
1: exactly—he's not like you.
0: He's not like you. <laughs> and dating friends never works. Yeah,
1: and just like, she's like oh, so you want to go get a taco?
0: And he doesn't even remember saying it. Mm-mm. So he's just so deflated. That fucking moment is just a heart. Is it's one of the heart stoppers of the show. Is yeah, he, and Neil is so he good. Tried so I mean, it just like flew out of him. Mm-hmm. And I still wonder, I mean, I've been wondering this with all, like, when Robin and he were on the little date at the restaurant with the girl with the boobs. Like, I think Robin fucking knows. I think she knows. I think she feels it. And she's just so good at avoiding it. Better than Barney. Mm-hmm. Better than the boys, which you don't expect stereotypically, right? She, how could you not feel that that's what he meant to you? I know. So she's just like, dating friends doesn't work. And um, we're just going to be back to roommates. <sighs> so then we, we cut over to the bar and we hear future Ted talking about, you know, Aunt Lily was right. Whenever something like this happens, somebody gets hurt. It just wasn't one of us. And we see Barney just like listening so intently to a story that Robin is telling. It's
1: like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. He's so in love with her. He's just like, Yeah. It's so sweet.
0: Um, and Liz was like, because Ted and Barney like do a little head nod at each other. Mm-hmm. And Liz was like, I hate the head nod. Everybody sees the head nod. <laughs> it's like, I was like, not in TV land they don't, okay?
1: Oh, that's a good point, Liz. Just I never let us thought of it. Everyone sees just, the head
0: nod. Just let us have it. Because everyone's like, what the fuck is that? What are you guys um, talking about?
1: Man, she's just ruined it for me.
0: I'm so sorry. Not so um... Speaking of Liz, before we wrap this up, she also, she oh, listened, yeah, yes. she is adorable, and she listened to last week's episode, and she apparently, like, cried laughing when I got to the point about the gas station sign. <laughs> it's like, who is Phil? He doesn't work at the gas station, but everyone knows who he is. I thought it was the sweetest, I so
1: I What's was saying? actually, I can remember where I was <sighs> when I heard that part. I was finishing grocery shopping and I was getting back over to my car and I just had unlocked it and I stopped and I'm like I just smiled and was like Whoa.
0: It's so true. It's so sweet and it's everyone knows what it is. It is a literal thing that happens in her town. The next time I'm there I will take a picture of the gas station sign. Um, so yeah so now like I said Ted knows everyone but Robin knows. Mm-hmm. Right? Because Marshall's gotta know. I don't believe that Lily hasn't told Marshall. So what does this mean? This isn't sustainable. Mm-mm. Um, and so we wrap up on this song called No More Wishing by Haley Taylor. I feel like it's a very classic hymium tune. And here's some of the lyrics. Wake up, I'm trying to show you. I want to come clean. You mean more than you should mean. Oof. I'm willing to be the one that you put on a pedestal, the one that you see in your dreams, the one that you hide your true self from, the one that you want to please. And I know that it's wrong to want something so false and so fake. It's not that I want to fix you. I just want to get my way. Well, isn't that Barney? But It's a very sweet song. Um, Yeah, so that's Benefits. What do you think, Caitlin? It was good.
1: It was good. It makes me feel sad for Barney. Like, I hate... I, I just keep thinking... I keep seeing his face at the end where he's, like, just so smitten.
0: I know. I know. Um, I like it. I love I love the B-plot of Marshall. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny. Um, and it pushes things along. Yeah. You know, we had that evergreen sort of Christmas episode last time and now it's like, okay, we are at the halfway point. Like, let's let's push toward the end of the season. And Mm -hmm. so now, I mean, Ted Ted knowing and kind of being cool with it. Because he wasn't like, do you like Robin? He's like, are you in love with her? So, I mean, I feel like even asking that question is like, it kind of opens the door for him to talk to Ted about his feelings for his ex-girlfriend. You're right. Um, Which is
1: not an easy conversation to have.
0: Right. And I mean, I think he can tell from the way Barney is going about things, that this isn't just like a crush. Mm-hmm. Like that fridge had every percent of milk. I know. You see all the different caps. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> this is Ten not... Ten thousand stamps. This is Barney. Like Barney well, doesn't I meant know to how the to, math. of how much money that is. Well back then, what would it have been? Was it
1: a forever stamp?
0: Hmm. Still would have been the value that it was then. At the time.
1: Well I yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? I just meant like I do they have forever stamps then? Because those always those sometimes cost a little bit different.
0: Hmm. Right. I I thought they were just the cost of the. I the thought they were stamp. called forever
1: stamps because they wouldn't change the like when you bought them at whatever price. Yes. And you never had to add extra postage to. That's it. That's right.
0: If postage went up. Exactly, but they were always the price of okay. a regular stamp at the time. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: All right. So. 2009 yeah. 42 cents.
0: Oh my god, so 42 cents times 10,000.
1: I don't know what that math is. I'm point, not a math
0: person. 0.42. So like 5 grand? Is that how much you spent?
1: I guess. I thought you were doing that. It's almost half.
0: It's almost half like almost 50%.
1: Holy shit.
0: Is it 4200? 4,
1: yeah, 4200. I'm like every time I do cuz I was doing it in Spotlight and then I would I would lose it, so I had yeah. to open up calculator and do it. Forty-two hundred
0: dollars on stamps to keep, and a dishwasher to keep Robin and Ted from having sex. Damn, damn. All right. Well, that's benefits. Let's talk about people's legendary moments because I don't know what mine is yet. So let's hear what other people's are. Yeah,
1: we'll get inspired.
0: All right, the first one is from Johnny, one of our patrons. It's actually almost almost all patrons tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So, bar- uh, Barney. <laughs> so, Johnny says, here's my Legmo for the episode benefits. Good episode, but not great. What I really appreciate about this episode is Lily's compassion for Barney and his feelings. My Legmo moment for this episode is when they are all at the bar and Robin and Ted are telling Marshall about them having sex and not taking it too seriously. Robin says, last night we actually did it while I was returning a bunch of phone calls. Marshall's response, I knew you didn't get a rowing machine, is priceless. His one-liners in this show is gold. Thanks so much for sharing your love for HimYim with us. It is a privilege and honor to be part of this awesome community you have built, Johnny B. Thank you so much, Johnny. He is like our biggest hype man on on Twitter Uh, and, and Instagram. I love it so much. So thank you so much, Johnny. You're a gem.
1: Our next legendary moment comes from Tish, another one of our patrons, and Tish writes, "Hey ladies, hope you're staying safe and sane. I just want to thank you for addressing everything that happened in Minneapolis, Minneapolis over the last few weeks and the subsequent Black Lives Matter movement on your last episode. Mm. I've been thinking of the words to say to you and all I can say is thank you." Oh. It makes it so much easier to continue being a patron because I know you value me and people who look <sighs> like me.
0: Tish, you're going to make me cry. Shouldn't be, it shouldn't be something that people even question, and it makes me sad. <sighs> Thank you, Tish.
1: Thank you. Anyway, sorry for the tangent. Now back in the episode. I'm not, like, a huge fan of this episode. I know it moves the plot along, but it's not one of mm. season four favorites, that's for sure. My legendary moment is just how much this episode is steep in 2008-2009 yes. pop culture, from Kim Kardashian to Heidi and Spencer and Kendra. I swear this episode brought me right back to junior high school. Well, I had already graduated from college.
0: So <laughs> oh, I'm tish, tish I'm glad it was it was nice and nostalgic for you, for sure. Yeah. Thank you so much. It and really I was, was. I was like, holy shit. Right? Oh yeah. my god. So so much has changed. Um Let me see. I feel like there was something else in there I wanted to say something about. That. Oh, I was just thinking about next week's episode speaking of crying. Um, All right, so, okay, so this next one's from David, who's also a patron. So, I absolutely adore this episode. So many laughs. I don't even know what to put as my legimo this time. Thankfully, I can pick more than one. Ha ha, that's right. So, my three for this episode are Barney's every international conflict being solved sexually bit because why don't we just try it? Can't get much worse than it is now. (laughs) Good call. (laughs) Um, Marshall's quick line in the beginning of yeah, I looked into the future, and that works out real great for everyone, because I use slash paraphr- par- paraphrase that line all the time, and I didn't realize it till I rewatched this episode that it came from him. Awesome. And lastly, the best legend of the episode is Barney's completely normal conversation with the TV salesman going over the pros and cons of LCD versus CRT, just so he can smash it immediately. Good ones, uh, David. So Thank good. you so much.
1: Matthew, another patron, writes, hey K&K, Benefits is a tough episode for me because I'm not hugely fond of it overall. The Marshall Bathroom storyline is okay, but I largely find it eye-rolling. The Ted Robin Friends with Benefits storyline feels like a boring rehash from a prior season, even mm. though it really isn't a rehash. Yeah. and it is a roadblock to the much more interesting Barney-Robin relationship.
0: Interesting. Mm.
1: Therefore, my legendary moment for this episode has to be the part that I do unequivocally enjoy. Barney and the TVs. The smashing TV yes. bit is always funny, but I particularly love the bit where Barney discusses TV models <laughs> <laughs> with the sales rep, even though he's just going to smash it later. As always, thank you for all you do. The podcast is always a welcome respite from the chaos and uncertainty of the world, and I greatly admire your willingness to actively engage issues like Black Lives Matter Aww. rather than staying, staying silent or worse. Stay beautiful and awesome, Matthew.
0: Thank you, Matthew. Yes, thank you. Oh, man, that that final TV that Barney smashes is, like, you can it's, tell how heavy it is. I rewatched all of the TV smashes, like, at least three times. I feel like it, I need to smash TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, I, next. I really want to break something. <laughs> I know, right? They have smash rooms. When the world opens again, we should go to one. Yeah, um, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> next up is Rick, and Rick's another patron who says... Hi, ladies! My legendary moment is when Marshall says in a British gentlemanly manner that key madam buys my silence. Good day to you both. And then the immediate reveal on the next shot that Marshall already blew it. I love it for two reasons. One, breaking audience expectation at whiplash speed. Two, <laughs> taking a sitcom trope in a more interesting direction. Most other shows would have, would have the episode be about Ted and Robin sneaking around the rest of the gang to keep their tryst secret only to be caught at the very end. Exactly. Um Himian leaps past that trope and makes it about Barney's reaction to being the third wheel, which gives him room to develop as a character. Wonderful. Um yeah, and it's it's Lily character consistency too, right? Like mm-hmm. they lean on that to help push it along. Um also, Marshall was making a rookie mistake by paying to rent a hotel room to use the bathroom. NYC pro tip. Hotel all free. hotel lobby bathrooms are clean, free, and no one will hassle you. To buy anything, unlike unlike restaurants or bars. P.S., I'm excited because next episode has my favorite him moment. Oh, the next episode is so freaking good.
1: Thank you, Rick. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for next episode. I
0: can't wait.
1: Next up is our girl, Abha, and she writes, I like the reflex kiss between Robin and Ted because no matter Mm -hmm. how much ever you keep it casual, it never stays that way. Feelings always make it complicated. I get why Barney wants to crush the TV. When he can't find a TV in the trash, he goes to a TV shop to buy one. His discussion with the TV seller is hilarious because his purpose is just to smash the TV. Even Barney professing his love for Robin is so heartbreaking because of Robin's reaction.
0: Yes, Amen. yes. Amen. Yes. Thanks, Apa. Uh Next up is Sam, who's one of our new patrons. And Sam says, hey, k and K, I I hope all is well. As much as it hurts to not go with Barney smashing TVs is my legendary moment, I have to go with Barney's e- and Robin's exchange at the end of the episode. Oof. Mm. It's so sweet and sad watching poor love and Barney. Plus, it's so sweet how Ted realized what was going on and stepped aside so Barney wouldn't get hurt. Also, a shout-out to Robin's, it's like riding a bike, huh, buddy? <laughs> Robin always exudes big clit energy, and I feel like season four... <gasps> wow when she really advances her badassery, Sam that just I didn't read these before I put them in that just totally surprised that me in is the best way so good that BCE. is true um, P.S. thanks so much for that opening to last week's episode as a person of color it has always been isolating growing up with white people often sweeping racial issues under the rug and all of the support in these last two weeks from everyone has made been a much needed comfort and actually made me cry a little bit while I was driving listening to the podcast Ooh, y'all are truly beautiful, and your personal touch on this show is what raises it beyond just a recap podcast of my favorite TV program. I owe y'all a a five star review, Sam. Sam, that was a five star review. Sam. Thank you so much. Fuck. Oh. oh my god, you guys are gonna kill me tonight. I Thank you.
1: We love you. Our HB fam. Oof, we love you. All, has that, like tingle? Yeah. You get those tears coming.
0: Thank you guys. I mean, mm. everyone should be doing that. Yeah. Um, and if your other shows aren't fucking, okay. tell them to. Um, yeah. Thank you Sam so much. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Uh, <clears throat> tough know, act to follow. Uh,
0: what you got, I, Jeff? Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry about it. Uh, next up is uh Jeff, who's another patron. He says, hi, K&K, my Legmo for benefits is definitely Barney taking the time to make an informed purchasing decision about a TV <laughs> that he's just going to smash. I also like when he casually hands Ted what has to be close to five grand in stamps and fills the fridge with milk. Yep. See, we didn't even have to do the math that I couldn't figure out.
0: Our people are, are good people at doing the math for us. All right, next up is Ben, who, you guessed it, is another patron. And Ben says, hey ladies, long time no right, but I had exams and I'm currently finishing up a group project before my university year ends. Group projects are trash, Ben. I'm so sorry. Um, my internship is also being run remotely and begins on the 22nd, so only have the weekend off after the end of term. I decided to go actually do this legendary moment thing properly and make sure I only pick one thing or two linked ones. My legendary moment for this episode is NPH and the general character development of Barney. We've never really seen him having to deal with his emotions before, and love is a strong one. As always, NPH delivers a perfect performance. Honorable mention to Jason in this episode, as Marshall has some great moments too. Mm-hmm. Stay safe, everyone. Yours, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben.
1: Another patron, Dina writes in hi ladies i have two favorite moments from this episode the first one has to be lily thinking marshall must have cheated on her because he got a hotel room in the middle (laughs) of a work day because he has poop shame (laughs) poor marshmallow thank god for the advent of smartphones now what you read on the crapper is only between you and the toilet very true amen the second one is barney crashing lily's class and holding feely the share bear and lily's get out so well executed Also, holy shit, at 2009, Kim Kardashian. Much love,
0: Dina. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Dina. Uh, Last but not least is Luce, our Michigander patron, or one of them. And let's see. Okay. Oh, hang on. What's this? I need to go back and get a different email. Okay. So Luce says, hey, guys. This past week has been extra stressful for me, so I'm so looking forward to this new podcast episode. I also thought to mention that I have started to refer to this past podcast to my friends as one of my serotonin podcasts. Oh, that's so
1: nice. Oh, that's really
0: sweet. That's so great. I I wear that with honor. Um, Benefits is a pretty good episode. It's no secret that Marshall is my favorite, seeing as all three of my modes have either been him or something to do with him. So nearly every episode with a Marshall-specific storyline is a solid one for me. Anyway, let's get to the Legmo. My Legmo for this week has to be Barney's entire emotional journey throughout this episode. It starts off with him completely avoiding his feelings for Robin and ends with him confronting them and rushing to the apartment to confess to Ted exactly what he feels. Even Robin herself being there instead of Ted doesn't fully detour him from saying his feelings out loud. The look of utter vulnerability in his eyes when he says I love you to her and Robin thinking he's just going along with what she's saying and not a true confessional love for her, makes me feel all sorts of things for these characters. I could write a whole essay about just this moment and what it means for Barney and just everyone else, but I'll spare you guys from it. Hope you guys stay safe and healthy. loose. Thank you, Luz. Thank you, Luz. Oh, and actually, I just checked my email, and we have <laughs> one final legendary <laughs> moment from Carlin that just says, Burrito. Carnitas burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I saw that. Thank you, Carl. Oh, that's awesome. So, Caitlin, what is your legendary moment?
1: Ever, like everyone already said, it's it's the conversation with Barney and the TV. Like, I just mm. cannot... And the TV salesman, I cannot... It's so good. It's so good. I love, like, the interactions between them. Like, and the
0: whole time we, the audience, know he's going to crush let Good, what's going to happen? Just it, he's just... He's honoring the man's work. You know what yeah. I mean? I love it. Um, and he's... Let, like,
1: we had... We have a little bit of like a pest problem at our house right now, so we had um someone come out to take a look, and Chris and I were like, "Yeah, dude, we just let him like go." Like he, this was his thing. He was totally like loved educating us and letting us yeah. like flex a little bit, and just we just let really him go. Into like, it.
0: Yeah, my legendary moment for this episode is definitely Barney saying "I love you" for the first time, Aww. probably in his life, to a girl and like really meaning it and fucking meaning it and like risking it all like that, and then. Just the the dejection after, like, just, he Neil Patrick Harris nailed it, as usual, so.
1: That's a beautiful legend. Oh,
0: thank you. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening, as always. We mm-hmm. will see you next time for what I think is my favorite season four episode. Definitely one of my top of the whole show. Three days of snow. So get ready for that. I already see legendary moments coming in for it, so please send your legendary moment for three days of snow to hey beautiful podcast at gmail.com thanks again to Rachel's cookies and treats for being our very first sponsor and I'm for sending s- our bellies with delicious for meat. sending us delicious cookies I'm about to go eat some more of them if you love this recap please leave us an iTunes review um, like I've said my goal for 2020 we'll see what happens is to get us on the public apple podcast list and a great way to do that is to get more itunes reviews get more people listening on itunes so please go ahead leave us a leave us a five-star review and make sure you subscribe so you never miss a recap you can do that on itunes spotify stitcher wherever you listen we hope you'll come back next episode
1: because it's going to be legend wait for it
0: This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gordon and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl All.